Hi, and welcome to another installment of Scientology Outside of the Church, brought to you by the Advanced Org of the Great Plains at ao-gp.org. I'm your host, Jonathan Burke. This is our second installment of the podcast with David LaCroix from Scientolopedia.org. We hope you enjoy the show. Okay, I'd like to uh, bring up the question that has banged around in the Scientology field forever, which is, is the brand salvageable? Is the brand of Scientology salvageable, or should it just be chucked? Is it hopeless, worthless, uh, too da- too damaged, uh, etc.? So I'd like to address that, and then if the decision is that it can be salvaged, or it is worth saving or doing something with, uh, how we could do that. Okay, that would beg the question, why do you think it needs to be salvaged as far as what, what what's happened to the subject as far as you're concerned that, that it needs to be salvaged as far as in the media and with other people? Well, the subject is fine. The subject is untarnished. It's, uh, you know, sitting there in its pure state for anybody to come along and pick up and use. But the brand, the name Scientology has just been, <laughs> you know, <laughs> viciously trashed uh, in the media, movies and TV shows and the blogs. And, you know, you Google Scientology and it's just this, you know, horrible uh, connotations and uh, reputation. So if it were anything other than the subject that we're dealing with, you would just absolutely trash it and start over. I mean, it's it's a marketing nightmare. It's a public relations catastrophe of all catastrophes, you know. Uh, but I have a couple of points that I would like to make, <laughs> if I could, um, as, as to why it may be salvageable and worth salvaging. Now, the subject is worth salvaging. We're going to continue to use that. That's going to be uh, go on. But just is the brand, you know, what can we do with this brand name from a marketing, from a PR standpoint? And the first point, I've got three points I'll make from a very high level philosophical perspective. Could you explain to the listeners why since we're going to focus primarily on why maybe we shouldn't get rid of the brand name, Scientology, what are the reasons that you think some people would suggest that we do get rid of the brand name? Well, just because it's so thoroughly abused out there in the public eye, you know, anybody that does a Google search, and we are in the internet age, so somebody hears about Scientology, they're going to go to Google or a search engine, and what they're going to get is lists of movies and just, you know, on an endless stream of negativity about it. So, but if we were sitting up on, uh, you know, there's the term uh, 50,000 foot view, or if uh, let's just go out a little farther, and if we were up on the International Space Station, you know, looking down at planet Earth, perspective and a more exterior perspective and we'd look at this idea of Scientology as humanity wanting something to come along that answers some key questions so that idea of that there is something there that could solve some of the mysteries and riddles and the sense of being trapped in a you know this treadmill of life people have that deep within them it's eternal you know they've always had that uh, urge or quest or 
curiosity. So we've got that going for us. You know, the, the fact that people want something is working in our favor. So we got to look, we got all the negatives of the internet and all the bad publicity. But on the plus side, we've got that people have this yearning and wanting of some sort of answers to their, you know, what makes them tick and how they can solve their life situations. That's number one. Number two, uh, this is something that I don't think anybody's thought of. But there's an old uh, saying or whatever that people love a redemption story. In other words, if the church were to, and if and when, I mean, because it's inevitable that the church is going to reform itself and, you know, things are going to get fixed there. And people do, do love a redemption story. After all this barrage of negativity, we'd actually flip. It'd be like almost like a jujitsu move to get people rooting for Scientology to reform itself and to become a responsible citizen. So the brand can actually be turned around with that momentum that people would get behind. Uh, they'd like to know. They like to know when people go to jail. The bad guys go to jail, and the good guys work to fix what was broken. And so Scientology can sort of take that inertia, momentum, and uh, be salvageable, or the, the brand can be salvageable if people feel like it's on a track to, um, to reform itself. So they, they like a redemption story. You know, it's what Hollywood makes billions off of is, you know, the guy is down and out, he made mistakes, but he redeems himself by saving the girl. And uh, so Scientology can do that by publishing good works and, uh, and so forth. And the third high-level philosophical or thing I think that is in our favor is there's um, some people remember Muhammad Ali and I'm old enough to remember in the days when he was fighting but he came up he had this term called rope-a-dope and uh, (laughs) what that meant was he would let his opponent punch themselves out on him he'd let them just wear themselves out and then after they were all tired hitting him he, he would turn around and Put them on the deck and there's a little bit of that going on you know these people are going to punch themselves out with beating up on Scientology so much that you know we can sort of reverse that we took the blow we took the hits and then you know we can put our marketing our story our uh, brand awareness out there uh, and people will kind of uh, cheer for that I think so I don't know if either one of those points makes or uh, any sense but I just think from a high-level view, people want something uh, like Scientology. If it's not Scientology and you want to call it something else, that's fine. But people are looking for that, and that's to our advantage as to why we should or could pull this out of the fire and and salvage the brand. I think that's a really good point, and it kind of reminds me also of um, what they say as far as it's easier to get a job if you've had bad work history than if you've had no work history. It's easier to get credit if you have bad credit than no credit. In that respect, it would be, I don't want to say easier necessarily, but um, because there already is the brand, it's already out there, and that recognition is easier to gain awareness than starting from scratch with a new name that has nothing to do with Scientology. 
Right. Yeah, it's, I mean, the, the brand awareness is incredible. <laughs> I, mean, people have heard, I mean, when I first got in five, six years ago, I mean, people hadn't heard of it. Uh, now they certainly have, if we can do some jujitsu to turn that into a positive. And uh, I think we can, I, I personally think we can. So I'd like to talk about some ideas of how that could or should be done. So as far as a differentiation for the listeners that aren't Scientologists, before we get into that, can you give uh, people that don't know anything about the subject a little bit of a compare and contrast between what they see in the media uh, from your standpoint as opposed to Scientology the subject? I know you and I have had several conversations about that in the past at length. It might be a really good idea to give people an idea that they are two completely different entities. Yeah. Well, that is the biggest thing right there, uh, as you say, the subject versus the church. You've got this corporate entity that is behaving very, very badly, has been the scorn of the Internet and so forth, versus the subject. Now, people can't – somebody that is new to it, has never been involved, they can't imagine it be true that the Church of Scientology doesn't represent Scientology. But we know, uh, having dealt with the subject for – decades that um, the subject is completely separate. In fact, you can't even find real Scientology in the church. The church is just a, like I said in the other broadcast, it's a corporation that owns real estate and owns trademarks and claims they own some uh, copyrights, but that's it. Uh, the amount of science, real Scientology that you'd find in a church is just you know, I could use a lot of examples, but it's not really Scientology at all. So when I say Scientology, I'm talking about the subject of uh, understanding the mind, the spirit, the human condition, how to change conditions, how to improve your life. All of those things are the core of Scientology, where this corporate entity that uh, – uh, you hear in the news is just a it's just an abomination. The brand has been hijacked. Our question is, can we salvage the brand and put out there the real story of what the subject is and a good representation of what the subject is? I agree. And I also, again, think that it's not like the Catholic Church has decided to scrap using the word Christianity just because some of their priests, mm -hmm. some illegal activities going on. Yes. So mm -hmm. it's not indicative of the, the philosophy itself. It's just, like you were saying, the corporate church is behaving badly. So what are your ideas for salvaging it? <laughs> well, like I said a minute ago, uh, we're in the Internet age. So if it's going to be salvaged and we're going to do anything with the subject, we've got to recognize that we've got to use technology. We can't just be in isolated little clumps of uh, individuals uh, doing great things, you know, delivering Scientology to people. Uh, but we got to think bigger. We got to realize we got to get onto the major communication lines of the world, which is the internet. And uh, of course, I've been encouraging people to do various things. And like you stepping up and doing these podcasts is one example of using technology. I started, as you know, a number of years ago, I uh, created the website Scientopedia, along with this internet uh, age and the most important thing that we have to understand in the internet age is a concept called search engine optimization or SEO. People think they know about SEO, but I, I can guarantee you they don't. They don't understand how important it is. When somebody thinks about creating a website these days, uh, besides the technology of, you know, 
how are we going to build it? What are, what are we going to use to um, create the website? The first thing we have to know in contemplating using this internet age technologies is search engine optimization or SEO. And people think they know what that means. It means, you know, getting found by search engines. But it's such a big, broad subject. It's, it's uh, I can't even over overstress it. It's the most important thing that people contemplate when they're thinking of starting a website. Uh, how do I get my widgets found on Google or other search engines so I can sell my widgets? And it's a multi-billion dollar industry uh, people charge hundreds of thousands of dollars with to major corporations to constantly update and make sure that their sites are uh, search engine optimized. What that means for us in the brand of Scientology is we have to think in terms of what are we going to put out there? If we're going to put something out there on the internet, how is it going to get found? A few years ago, I did a little uh, study and I'll Real quickly, you know, I mean, this is something we could have a couple hour seminar on S just SEO. It's that important. I did a, a, a research and I found that just on terms or phrases that people would commonly use to search for answers, like how can I help a grieving friend? How can I learn more? How can I handle my boss? How can I uh, get out of this depression? You know, on and on, these types of questions. Every single month, there's over 1 billion searches on those types of questions in the English language. So it's probably four times that if you took in all the languages of Earth of how much people are searching on the Internet for answers to life situations. And what I found was, in my research, not one single Scientology betterment activity, field auditors, none of the... Uh, not even the negative stuff is coming up on answers, replies to those search questions. People are asking for answers to life questions on the internet and they're not getting any uh, answers. So unless we understand that, that we have to put up uh, some platform, some vehicle for people to find information about the subject that is also search engine optimized. The number five uh, ranked website on the internet is Wikipedia. First is Google, then you've got YouTube, you got Facebook. I, I might be missing one, but then there's Wikipedia. If we look at Wikipedia, back 12 years ago, nobody had heard of a wiki 15 years ago, whenever they started. It was about a dozen years ago. Nobody knew what a wiki was. Now everybody in the world knows what a wiki is. They had a choice. They could have uh, started a website and had one website for about horses, another website about presidents of the United States, another website about this and that, and they would have dispersed all of their power, all of their energy, and you wouldn't have Wikipedia as number five on the internet today. Instead, what they did was they all got together and said, let's keep one domain, wikipedia.org. If you go to Wikipedia, you'll notice it's en.wikipedia.org. If you go in Germany, it's de.wikipedia.org, et cetera. Same thing for Spanish, French, Chinese. There's over 170 different uh, subdomains of Wikipedia. So what they did was they funneled all of their energy, all of the people that were interested in putting the knowledge out onto the Internet and have a strong search engine presence, they funneled it onto one domain. What do we have in Scientology field today? Everybody comes along and says, I want to start a blog. So they do Jane Doe dot, you know, 
uh, WordPress.org or something, you know. So we are dispersed. And we don't have a focus, a funnel onto one dominant domain where people can then find answers about not only Scientology, but life situations, life needs, life, you know, depression, learning, uh, study, on and on, you know. So that would be the first thing that, and I couldn't overemphasize uh, how much search engine optimization would have to go into the calculations. If we were going to think about saving this brand and actually putting something out there that people would find, and we would have to take into account search engine optimization. Do you think that all of the participants outside of the church, the independents, the free zoners, the whatever branch it is uh, that's outside of the church, do you think that they're willing to funnel down to one thing, or do you think it's more of a matter of control? I have I have say over my material. You, is there an issue there with that uh, that you've experienced in dealing with Scientology? No, this is the problem. People haven't understood uh, the search engine optimization idea, and. Uh, they have gone off. I mean, we had, uh, when I started the Facebook group, talk about the idea, these kind of ideas. Um, there were, uh, Lana Mitchell was in the group and Steve Hall. Both of them sp spun off <laughs> their own websites. You know, I, he got the idea that, hey, here's a great subject, great idea. I'll go start my own website. <laughs> so um, we almost had it. You know, it was good to be an inspiration to people go off and do something uh, to put a positive message out there about Scientology. But if we'd taken a step further and come together and uh, focused our energy, uh, I think we would have been farther ahead. And that's what would have to happen. Uh, people are going to have to drop these ideas. And I know they don't want to say, I don't want to do Dave LaCroix's website, you know. Well, let's put it on, let's get some funding together. Let's put it in a, a you know, a nonprofit corporate trust or corporate organization and get together and, and do something that way. I'm not, I put the site up there as merely as an example as to try to inspire people to do some things. And maybe the timing now, uh, something could be done. Maybe we could get together, but you're 100% right. I mean, right now, it's fragmented. The field is fragmented. That makes us weak. I wrote an article, and it's in Scientology about um, the field advantage. We have the power to be the most dominant force in not only just Scientology, but in self-help. We could take the idea of search engine optimization and put uh, segments in our site about uh, depression and just come up with solutions, real life solutions, or on study or on, you know, how to communicate better. And we could focus and drive people to, you know, one uh, domain and take over the internet, take over the world. <laughs> More than just uh, you and I would have to come together. Uh, you know, we'd have to get uh, consensus. You know, we'd have to get people to buy into the idea. Scientology had that in mind from the beginning. And that's why I chose the platform of a wiki, because not only does it have that potential, like the Wikipedia model, but it also has another ace in the hole. We need a platform where everybody can contribute. And that's the thing about a wiki is that you or I or Joe or Sally or Pete or hundreds, even thousands of people can add their 
bits of knowledge to the shared or the the whole package and that's the power of the wiki if somebody comes along with a better idea of accomplishing these things i'm all for it i'd like to see it i'd like to hand the hat over to somebody (laughs) tell you the truth but that ability for anyone to come along and add some information about Mary Sue Hubbard or about somebody else to the uh, shared data, um, that's very powerful. It means that we don't have to have just me or uh, even two or three people that are creating the content for the site. We can have any number of people contributing to it. What What do you think the the main issue is that needs to be handled in order to save the subject itself and differentiate it from the maybe even advertent bad PR campaign that has been going on with the, the corporate entity itself? Well, uh, putting true data out there is the the first uh, action of public relations. Uh, we got to tell the truth, you know, and part of the truth is the stories of the people. Uh, again, I go back to Scientology, but we put these biographies of the great people who have built this movement. You know, you go and re- you read uh, Yvonne Gillum Jensen's biography and you, you basically get a, the gist of the history of Scientology right there. And that changes people's perspective. Fly-by-night cult that's started by a weird science fiction writer and is doing all kinds of abusive things, you know. It's a very sophisticated, mature subject that's got a history, uh, sophisticated technology that is very real and very powerful. We can tell that story by the biographies, by listing the numbers of auditors and practitioners, by showing things like uh, calendars and events and, uh, you know, films like uh, the meter drills film. So putting truth out there and organizing it and making it accessible, I think, is the first step. Probably we need a core bunch of people that believe it's worth it. You know, if it was just you and I, Jonathan, uh, (laughs) you know, it would be hopeless. But the fact is there's thousands of people that have benefited from it. So I think it would just be a matter of more than just you and I doing it, but, you know, finding those hundreds, thousands of people that have benefited from the subject to get on board and help turn this around. We understand the, the situation is a mess. We think there's value here. We're going to move forward and we're going to tell the truth. We're going to tell the real biographies, the real stories, all the materials of Scientology available for free. Um, And so go from there. And there's a lot of initiatives, too. As you know, there's this first independent Church of Scientology initiative, which is uh, moving along with uh, legal uh, matters. Um, There's the guys at Ron's org at work. There's uh, a lot of independent guys in the field uh, in the free zone. Um, So there is, you know, a lot of people, and when I say a lot, there's, you know, let's say in the thousands of people who are active and doing stuff with Scientology, we just need to, I think, rehabilitate a lot of the other tens of thousands who've been, you know, are put off by it or who had, uh, you know, a bad taste in their mouth from the church experience, you know, show them that uh, it's alive and kicking and the real answers that they knew were there before they got involved with the church that can now be realized. 
So it's a matter of you know re- restoring a failed purpose is a subtle art be done in auditing, but it also can be done by giving people the truth and access to real information and so forth. It's in other words a shoulder to shoulder effort. Well, yeah, we got to come together if if we're gonna really uh, utilize uh, our power as a field as a group out here in the field. Uh, we've got to understand this SEO factor. That's why I made such a big deal of it. If we don't understand SEO, it's going to be fragmented. And even if you and I come together, we get a half a dozen people, we say, oh, it's all great. Let's do great things. But if we don't under, understand SEO and put a uh, dominant domain there that we all agree on that we're going to move forward, we're just going to be, you know, we're going to be kind of wasting our time or not being anywhere near as effective as we could be. So in other words, we'd just be advertising in our own closet. Exactly. That's what it boils down to. I mean, that's if we want to play the game in the internet age and we want to go for it and we think this is worth doing, then we've got to put all that SEO into the computation and come up with a solution. Right, because with SEO, it's only it's only valuable to whichever site you're doing. If you're using different sites, then you have to set up a different factors in order to get the best search uh, search engine optimization. Uh, every site would have to have its own optimized search engine optimization, in other words, whereas if it was one singular site where everybody could come together and agree and put their differences aside, whatever those differences may be, some of which I don't think even you and I are aware of, it would sure save a lot of time and a lot of effort to have a unified point for people to come to and see, whether it's Scientolopedia or, or some other website, right? Yeah, exactly. In fact, let me just mention, see, I came up with the name Scientolopedia because I needed some some name that people would sort of recognize as what it was about. But we could come up with a, a new domain, let's say a uh, uh, abc.org, right, just as a silly example, and take all the data of Scientolopedia and move it to that domain. If that's, let's say we decide xyz.org is our domain that we're going to put all of our combined energy into. We can take all of Scientology and move it to that domain and everybody, you know, that uh, wants to, we can have a, a en.abc.org, in other words, for the English version, the German version, French, etc. We can have other subdomains like we can have jonathan.abc.org, you know, if you want to have your blog under that domain. Um, so we can do stuff like that, manipulating the domain, but that primary domain, even if we changed it tomorrow to abc.org, be only a matter of uh, weeks or a month or two before it would gain search engine attention because Google would perk up and look, say, hey, what the heck is all this activity going over there at abc.org? You get what I'm saying? In other words, it wouldn't take long to... Uh, just dismantle Scientolopedia.org and take all of that content and all the content from everybody else and put it up on a new domain and gain that domain, it's called domain authority, become a powerful internet presence with, uh, you know, hundreds of people behind it and uh, going there and contributing to it. And that brings another question to hand with the politics of uh, Google uh, Yahoo, uh, Bing, these types of search engines where people are finding, you know, it's one of those, the hardest thing to spot as a missingness situations where you don't really know as a, a 
somebody that's created a web page, how much your website is actually getting seen on any particular search engine, especially with political factors where people are finding things on Facebook that they've, they've posted that just disappear or are kind of marginalized and nobody knows about them. What's the best solution for that? And what's the best place for people to, to put their information to be cataloged and be, be easy to find? Do you, do you have any answers for that? You just have to outcreate. The search engines are, uh, yeah, they can be politicized, but I think that uh, they will respond to that traffic. You see, um, like I said, this SEO is a very sophisticated subject, but it's uh, the uh, domain authority comes from not only the traffic and the people going there, but from links. You know, you get other, when there's a news article, like we, we have a unified voice and we put out a press release about, you know, the subject of Scientology is alive and well type of thing or something that's going on, a new broadcast, uh, blog cast, then uh, news media and other high ranked sites link to that and Twitter, now we got social media comes in and linking and you see all this other linking going on and that raises the search uh, results for the domain. So there's a lot of things that dovetail together in this idea of focusing on one primary domain. I, I hope that answers your question, but you know, it's like Google will punish us. Antalopedia is being punished for not having a what's called a responsive uh, website. In other words, we're not optimized for uh, tablets and uh, mobile devices. So Google is penalizing our search results for that reason, and that's a technical thing that needs to be developed for the site, which you know just haven't gotten to. So there's things that you do to optimize your site for like the platform that it's going to be viewed on, you know, and you do other, uh, you get links, you just do all this stuff. There's a lot of stuff to do to uh, raise the, uh, the search results on any, on any domain. Are there any other factors that go into, in your mind, that go into differentiation between the subject of Scientology, what uh, Hubbard's original intent was, and what we see the church doing modern day, basically a real estate acquisition firm using their parishioners' funds to buy locations to sublet? Um, is there anything we can do besides a website? Well, we can get these people that do get the microphone in front of them, like um, you know certain sitcom actresses or former executives <laughs> of the church, and just put a little idea there in front of them that, hey, you know, you could differentiate between the subject and the church, you know? Uh, I mean, I'm being a little bit... Uh, I'm trying to be nice, <laughs> but, you know, come on, people, these guys know better. Why are they not doing that? You know, why is somebody that was a so-called top executive in the church for several decades not able to differentiate between the subject and the church? Uh, why is this brilliant sitcom actress not able to make that differentiation clear in her TV shows? You see, it's just so we got to get get with the program. Some of these people and there's people that are talking to them and people that know them and we can do it when we uh, speak to the press, you know, make clear. Um, so we can we need to get other people on board and it's a matter of ethics. Really. Come on. It's not that hard. You and I get it. I think anybody listening to this gets it. 
church bad, subject good, or subject neutral. Even if you don't like the subject, that's fine. But the subject is not the culprit in all this mess. It's the you know a psychopath running this organization. So people understand that. It's not that hard to say and get. As the ultimate question uh, for this section, will Scientology, the subject, survive with all of the negative press and ultimately how? Well, the answer is yes. And I had a fourth point, which I didn't know if I should bring up, but um, the subject will survive because it's an eternal subject. I mean, it's basically comes down to that we're spiritual beings and from a very high level look again, uh, that isn't going to change <laughs> over the next six months or the next TV show that comes out or the next movie expose that comes out. You know, uh, people are going to be uh, spiritual beings for a long time. And at, I can say from my experience on the upper levels of Scientology processing does provide answers that are going to endure over the decades, centuries, millennia. So uh, I think the, the security of the subject is assured. I mean, the game is won as far as that goes. You know, L. Ron Hubbard made a breakthrough some 55, 60 years ago that turned the pivot of the universe around as far as I'm concerned that gave us a way that we can tap into our own knowledge of ourselves and of our histories and rehabilitate ourselves. Will it survive? Absolutely. We'll be talking about L. Ron Hubbard 100 years from now, 500 years from now, and uh, whether it's on this planet or elsewhere, I know that's a little bit out there concept, but uh, <laughs> uh, it's going to survive and uh, doesn't matter really. Ultimately, whether you call it Scientology, you call it... Um, Joe Blow's uh, self-betterment, you know, I mean, in the end, the techniques are the same, the concepts are the same, and uh, I just think that, you know, Scientology is a good name, uh, why let uh, some psychos hijack it and steal it and destroy it, you know, I'm stubborn, you know, <laughs> it's mine, it's mine, you know what, this is another point, I own, you didn't know this, but I actually own Scientology. <laughs> we all do. And so, and so do you, exactly. You know, and so they came into my house, they took something of mine or trying to ruin something of mine. So I don't like that. So I'm going to sit here and I'm going to say, no, this is a good subject. It's worth it. It's, it's worth doing something with. And uh, those guys, they don't get to win. <laughs> so uh, we get to win, you know. Do you That's think it that it may end up going in a direction similar to, I don't know if you're familiar with it or not, but the TIR, which is basically uh, a legalized yeah. version, a almost carbon copy of the original Dianetics technologies and techniques, but mm -hmm. with different words and has been sanctioned by U.S. courts to be legal. Do you think that we'll have to go to that extreme of a means to to handle it or do you think it'll be less than that no i'm very aware with of tir tir and uh, no i think that's a uh, a good example of where uh the subject the knowledge has filtered out into the society and people are using it um and i don't have a big uh problem with that i think though that the the brand itself scientology is uh, salvageable and 
what we used to do, uh, in fact, Heber Jens used to be very active in this area and others, we would make allies of, you know, the psychologists and the people that are out there on the ground, out there doing the work to help, you know, the homeless, the people that are, you know, uh, in schools, the teachers, and give them, you know, help and not be in opposition to them, you know. Uh, uh-huh. So we can make allies. Uh, it's a very much a PR in the area of PR, but it's actually in the area of truth. You know, here's a way that you can help your students learn better. It's up to you if you want it. And people say, well, let me look at it, you know. Or psychologists trying to do something within institutions, we could go in there. You wouldn't overnight, you know, turn them all into standard tech uh, delivery units, but, you know, they can learn about communication. They can learn about good control. They can learn about nutrition and not, you know, in other words, you know, we can be an ally with these people that are trying to uh, do something to help people. Uh, we can be a help to them. So that's the way we uh, can move forward. And, you know, when the church was functioning properly, you had these areas of uh, like Narcanon, you had applied scholastics for study, Narcanon for drugs, uh, Criminon to help criminals, you know, etc. So. Uh, we can have an outreach and be uh, involved in all aspects of the society. Well, David, we want to thank you for being on the show again for this part two. We hope to, in the near future, maybe hit a couple other topics uh, that might take a little bit more time to delve into. Um, If people want to make donations or offer their services to Scientolopedia and the efforts to give a safe space to Scientology, the subject, auditors, and everything that encompasses Scientology, which is vast. How, how can they get in touch with you? Well, at the website, Scientolopedia.org, um, there's a, a donate button on the left-hand panel of every page. And uh, if you just start, there's a little search box at the top of the page and just start typing the name Dave and then my last name will pop up a link to my page and my contact information and uh, so it's right there on the Scientolopedia.org website. Is there is there any assistance you're needing currently as far as programming or any particular technical areas that, oh, would, yeah. that would aid the internet <laughs> presence? What would some of those be? Oh, there's so many things we didn't touch on it, but you know, there's things that we could be doing for the future. I mean, first of all, I need a server admin. You know, there's things on the back end. This is a very difficult uh, website to manage. So people, experts on the back end, web developers on the front end, in other words, people that know HTML, CSS, uh, could help develop uh, things. There's um, uh, we didn't touch on, you know, besides just the Scientolopedia website or whatever website we were to all agree on uh there's things like training online training we're just oh my god it kills me what we could be doing as far as offering training to people online mm-hmm. you know some people are resistive to this in our field and i want to you know just scream you know they say well they haven't i don't want to you know uh anybody that, a trained auditor that hasn't done the student hat course or things along this line and yet they'll get on an airplane and go up the 40,000 feet with a pilot who's never done a student hat course. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. 
<laughs> you know, and people learn all kinds of things in cor corporate America and out there uh, training systems, uh, you know, through internet training systems that can train people on very sophisticated skills and jobs. And we sure as hell can be training people to audit and how to sit down and, you know, across from somebody and communicate and help them. Uh, likewise, with um, there's an idea, actually, a, a revenue generating idea I have for um, online auditing that um, would make it available to you know not just fives and tens and hundreds. We got to think a little bigger. You know, we got seven billion on this planet. How are we going to get them using this tech? And it's going to be with uh, using technology. So yes, give me some money. <laughs> I will uh, spearhead, you know, these ideas and these things, and we'll take off like a rocket. There's a lot that can be done with the technologies. That's just a couple I mentioned uh, through training and auditing, um, but there's um, there's many others. Well, again, David, thanks for being on the show, and we hope to have you on a, a subsequent episode here in the near future. What's the the best way to re reach the website? Oh, just uh, if you do, if you start typing in Scientalipedia uh, on Google, it'll come up right at the top of the page. So Scientalipedia.org. And on Facebook? Well, there's a, a large group, uh, over 500. Uh, and we just renamed it. It's Scientology Outside the Church, Scientalipedia. Uh, there's a Facebook page. We have Twitter. Uh, we have a YouTube channel, so we're trying to make our little dent out there, but uh, we need more people to help out on those things, too. All right. Well, thanks again, David. And from the Advanced Organization of the Great Plains, which is on Scientology in the uh, auditor section, we want to thank you for listening, folks, and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Thank you.